This is a HeadGum Original. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. A little nervous, but we don't have to use it. Right? It's like the lowest <laughs> stakes ever. <laughs> just, just the absence of stakes. Should we give these people names on the questions? Uh, yeah. I think we should make them up. Mm. All right. Here we go. All right. This is my singing debut. <laughs> this is my love song. <laughs> it's recording? Yeah. If I were you, if I were you, if I were you, the show starts now. There we go. That was awful. Respect. There it is. The first episode, May something or other, 2013, eight years later. Can you imagine? Here we are, episode 500. We peaked early. I would I was I was thinking we would sound differently like little boys but I guess I was still like 29 years old so it makes sense that I sounded yeah. relatively similar to what I sound now. Right. I yeah, I kind of had the exact same uh, that thought. You, but then I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess my voice hasn't changed since 2013. That's that tracks." But it does change. Like at age 50 we'll sound differently, I assume. A 50-year-old sounds different than a 25-year-old, doesn't Do he? I don't, know. I don't know. I think it doesn't really change until you're like 80 and then you look like this. <laughs> yeah. Like, so everyone sounds just, like they're four until they're 12 and then they sound like they're 20 until they're I nine. actually sounded like this when I was two. Yeah. My first word was mom, mom, <laughs> in that exact so, yeah. voice. Yeah. yeah. You didn't want to waste any goo goo gaga this, that, and the no, other. I just no. said, when I, I grow say, up, actually, I want to be a paleontologist. That was my first <laughs> sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, sweet. So what do you remember of that first memory lane style? What do you have uh, cooking up there about our first record? Do you remember where it was? I remember where it was. It was on Berry Street in the uh, in the one-bedroom apartment that you had there. Yep. Um, I remember the... Actually, it's funny because uh, with all of the golden mic-ish, our first microphones were actually emerald and gold. Yeah. I remember asking Jeff Rubin... Microphone. Um, what he uh, used to record on. And he gave me a suggestion, I think, of these microphones that I already mm -hmm. forget. And I fairly early on, we realized they were not great. And one of them just stopped working entirely. Remember when we were yeah. recording in Allison Williams' hotel room and her microphone just wouldn't work anymore. Mm, yeah, they were. They looked good, though. They were photogenic They looked mics. great, yeah. They looked really good, yeah. <laughs> we should bring those um, back just for the the style of them all the nostalgia factor yeah. yeah um i do remember i remember um i mean i did a lot of research i did a lot of research before this uh recording because it's so monumental so i first of all i found the origin of this podcast wow um so the origin origin was an email from our agent this is the one that i sent you do you want me to read part of it wait this is before we even started the podcast that's right yes okay okay yeah yeah let's um hear it. okay 
let me one second. We should say, for those of you listening as a podcast right now, um, we're also live streaming this thing. So people can ask us questions, chime in live. We got a few hundred people watching as we speak. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, let me see. And yeah, just no, so, I, so yeah, this no, is no, live. Now you have and, to vamp because yeah. I can't find it. And we have to just like make sure that everything is uh, order, orderly and set up and organized so that we don't have to kill any time, waste any time. Mm-hmm. So let's hear it. The email, the opening email, the origin story. And well, it goes a little something like this. Hold on. It's it's a little, it's tough to yeah. find. It's tough to um, find. That's why, yeah, that's why I you actually, could have found it beforehand. Um, well, the thing it. is, I actually, I sent it to you. I sent it to you. That's <laughs> why on me now. <laughs> it's on. This well, it's, it would be in your inbox. I have to go through my fucking sent. Yeah, and That's I know not you, you send close to forty emails a minute because you I also moonlight that... as a bot that sort of sends spam from your email account. It's impossible to <laughs> it, see. It really does not make sense. Oh wait, no. Here it is. I have it. I have it. I nice. have it. It was part of another email. Love that. Um. Okay. Um. <laughs> Somebody, so, by the way, so Jared was, Oates just wrote in on the in the chat. That's a turdy for a mirror. For what? Yeah, how is that? For how not, is that a turdy for me? For not so, having that on hand. I sent it to you. <laughs> I sent it to you, Blumenfeld. I sent it to you. Okay. Um, you produced this. Uh huh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it Tuesday, November thirteenth, two thousand twelve. Andrew Russell, shout out to Andrew. Okay. Why don't you and Amir have a podcast? Great question. That is November 12th. Um, and I said, like of our videos or like a separate thing? Because, <laughs> yeah, at this point, you have no idea what a podcast is or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think it, like, it, also in my research, I had found another, I, I searched the word podcast and I found the earliest um, time it was mentioned in my email. And one of them, like, there was, we had just found out that, like, somebody had made a podcast, a video podcast of all of the Jake and Amir's, like, in order. And we found out it was a popular podcast. Right. When it was just, but it wasn't, yeah. yeah, it was just our videos. Anyway, um, he, he writes back, separate thing that is not college humor related at mm. all. Podcasts in the comedy space are becoming huge. This wow. is in 2012. Wow. Um, lots of no-name comics are starting to build on their podcasts. <laughs> and then he lists them all off. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Mark Marin? Um, and then he, write, th- he writes, the thing you guys did at, Yush- at Yeshiva University was funny. Just pa- put that onto a podcast. It's perfect. Right. Um, Which was a Q&A that we did at a Jewish university in New York. That's right. Sometimes the um, organizer of an event was just a Jake and Amir fan and like, let's do an evening with Jake and Amir because that person wanted to meet us. And then the audience had no idea who we were. So it was a little lopsided in that way. But he, uh-huh. I guess he heard it and thought it was funny. He like, thought this it could funny. be a podcast. Um, and I write back, truth. Amir actually suggested this once. We do have a deep bench of people who would be awesome to interview. Wow. I think it's a matter of learning how the thing works, which Amir <laughs> might already. I just emailed him and asked what he thought about doing it. I'll keep you posted. Um, and I had, so I did forward this to you and I wrote podcast suggestion from Andrew Russell. Maybe it's time. Wow. And uh, you didn't respond, but that's fine. Okay. I remember one of the big fears was that like, do we do it in character? Is it because people only knew us as these characters? 
like the number one question you got asked is, is Amir really like that? I guess people thought it was like almost a borderline documentary series. How could I, right. this dumbass, host a podcast? It makes no sense. Yeah. And it was weird. We'd been, we'd been on the internet forever. And I guess we had like tumblers and stuff, but that was, we didn't even really have like, you know, there's no Instagram. There was not a lot of like being ourselves out there in the world at all it yes. was all just like in character us playing dumb versions of ourselves us yeah all scripted right um so yeah we didn't we didn't think that we could just be like ourselves on a podcast that and then a bizarre idea and before we even came up with the advice idea it was just do we interview our friends and you had the yeah. idea that it should be like bad advice is the theme of the podcast right yes so and this is the this is the other origin of the actual podcast uh-huh. um an email that I wrote to myself, which I do sometimes as like notes um, with the subject line podcast. This is also in April of 2013. So oh, okay. a couple right months before. after Andrew's idea. Yeah. yeah. April 2013. We must have been talking about doing a podcast in general, but not knowing what it was going to be. Um, so I write podcast. The body of the email says advice like car talk, relationship advice. So that is the first that's the inception of if i were you right which is you wanted it to be like a car talk radio show that you used to listen to but those guys were experts right but the thing i always loved about car talk was that i know nothing about cars um and some and you didn't have to because people would call in and they would ask them questions like they'd ask them car questions but it was really just about getting the brothers clicking clack to talk to each other and hearing them laugh and make each other laugh and like teasing their, uh, their callers in and stuff. Right. So, um, so I was like, well, what can me and Amir wax about? That's like car talk. What do we know about? And the answer was nothing, but I was like, I guess <laughs> that we're not experts at anything. Yeah. Which is like, oh, so we could just give people bad life advice. Yes. Um, and that was and that the was, origin. So we just yeah. called it If I Were You, because then we can't be wrong when it's just talking about our opinions. This is just what we would do. Yeah. And did you get that other email that I sent you, which is the first chat that you and I had? Uh, yes. But why don't you read that? Or should we read it uh, back and forth like a script right now? That's that's exactly what we should do. Wow. Okay. So this um, is a Gmail, a Gchat conversation. Remember those? Yeah. A Gchat conversation with you, with you April 29th. So it's like... Um, a couple days after I, three days after I wrote myself that email. Okay. Um, all right. So I'll start with me saying bad advice with Jake and Amir. And then I said, my friend Rami, shout out to Rami, says there's already a podcast like that. And then I sent you a link to my brother, my brother and me, which I guess is, had already <laughs> existed at the time and was very similar. Yeah. And I said, I don't know if it matters though. And then I said, I thought you found one called Bad Advice. And I said, yeah, there's one that like that too, but this one is more popular. Uh, and then I sent a clip of uh, Jeff Rubin telling me that he had an idea to do an episode of his show where he had a- answers um, advice podcasts and columns from other people. So one week we're answering Dan Savage's letters. One week we're doing 17. One week we're answering questions from a religious podcast. And I say, so we are guests giving advice on, advi- on advice podcasts? And I said, no, we take questions that people posed on different sites and podcasts and answer them ourselves. And I say, oh, ha ha ha. 
I guess advice shows are not original in any way. <laughs> Just calling one bad advice is copying. Yes, exactly. And then I said, I guess there are hundreds of advice podcasts, so we would just need a creative hook like that. Um, and then I say, maybe we bill it as what I would do. What wow. I would do Wednesday with Jake and Amir. That way we can be funny because <laughs> what I would do is usually something dumb or crazy. And then we end by saying, maybe what you should do is blank. Right. Uh, and then at a certain point, we start uh, coming up with name ideas. Um, if you scroll down a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, instant domain search. Shout out the website we still use for finding <laughs> square site domains. That's right. Um, I write, if I'm you.com is available. <laughs> Pretty good. And I say, if I am. If I apostrophe am you. Excuse Bless me. You. I didn't sneeze in the chat. That was just sort of, yeah. And then I say, if I am you, if I'm you, if I were you, dot com are all available. Um, and I say, oh, and I say, true, true. <laughs> and then I said, oddly <laughs> enough, advicepodcast.com is available. Too boring? Haha, <laughs> that's nuts. And I think it is. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's available. Advice podcast. And I said, no human In retrospect, is... <laughs> we should have got it. <laughs> and then you say, Maybe that's why it's available. And I said, Haha, no human is that boring. And then I say, If I were you podcast. Oh, now we're getting real close. Too long? I say, What about what I would do show? That's also long. <laughs> what about if podcast doc? I just blow by your <laughs> the recommendation that we end up using. <laughs> And I say, kind of nice. Maybe we should name the podcast first. Uh, and I suggest podcrastinate.com. And we laugh. So I guess we're trying, we don't have a name for the podcast. We're trying to buy a domain first. Yeah. And then you write, ha ha ha, if I were you is pretty good. There you go. Uh, and then I suggested also what I would do. Mm, yep. And then I say, I think I like if I were you. <laughs> and then I said, W-W-M-E-D, what would me sis do instead of Jesus do? And then I said, if I were you show.com is available. And I say, I like if I were you show. All right. I and told the idea to Rami. Link. He likes it too. Look at us. Now we're really going. Wow. Um, and then do you want to read your last, uh, the last thing you said to me? Right before I say bad attitude? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Of absolute course. So there we have it. That was sort of the origin of coming up with the name. So as usual, you came, just like HeadGum, you came up with it. Wow. I'm good at naming things, I guess. That's why you won probably the first golden mic. It was based on the fact that you came up with the name idea and then... I got my brother yeah. to make the podcast art for it. Yeah. Wow. And I think your brother was the first person that ever made art that looked like my face. Yeah. You were hesitant at first because any um, any art that we did for busted tees, for t-shirts, never looked like you when we went to make them. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and it's funny because now in retrospect, I kind of think that the original Jake and Amir So Ace shirt did look like me at the time. I just <laughs> gave everyone a hard time. Yeah. Who, who did that illustration? Do you even remember it? I think it was Treywin. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, okay. So that was that's the pre-origin. And we actually kept that artwork for like eight years until, up until like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. We really, we like just 
switched it. Way, way, way too long. Uh, all right. I also mm. wanted to talk about the running bits that began with episode one. Episode one had our episode first one. origin Jesus. story for our running bits. But let's take a break. We'll thank some sponsors. Come back and answer questions, maybe on the other side of these messages. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's, a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even... Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a. It's an anti-movement. Really, oh, it's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. 
with BetterHelp. And we're back. Uh, hey, okay. Hey. Do you remember the bit that we made in episode one? Um, I believe it was killing yourself at a Starbucks. That's correct. Do you remember the questions that were submitted for that episode? Hmm. The, so we've discussed this before, but I do remember that we made them all up. Um, that's what, yeah, that's what I want to get to. Okay. We couldn't answer questions that were submitted because the podcast didn't exist yet. So we just fabricated three questions to answer. One of them let us down a bit where a guy was either threatening to or we suggested that he should threaten to kill himself in a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Did, was, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't remember which one, which question that was. Yeah, I, I don't remember There either. was something about like, my boss is going, taking me to dinner and I don't have the money and I want to, but I feel bad asking him to split or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, uh, I should say that none of the other questions since then have been fake. So while yeah. we are copping to that, mm-hmm. everything else has been 100% real. But the killing yourself in a Starbucks was a, a running bit that we did for like the first few months of the show. Yeah, and people still reference it when they're like out of options. They're like, should I try this, this, or should I kill myself in a Starbucks? The answer is never yeah. that, obviously. Um, and then a little bit after that was Seize the Cheese, which came up either in that episode or like the first few episodes as well. Yeah, that were, I feel like Seize the Cheese was later on. It was definitely not the first episode because we wouldn't have been able to come up with that question. It was like the guy whose friend's dad was trying to take him to a car show. <laughs> but right. he was like shouldn't i go with and, my dad or something like that yeah it seized the car a, a police seizure auction and then we oh. referenced seizing the cheese in a way i thought he's i thought it the seize the cheese was his own thing or did you maybe it was no yeah you just it was a something you did about grabbing nacho cheese yeah our fans are chiming in in the chat saying that um the seize the cheese was the name of the episode and then another earlier runner which was the yo do you which you would say as yoda or something like that mm, oh yeah the yo do you was kind of a drake impression that i did way back yes then. that's what it was yo do you. <laughs> yeah wasn't that a shirt at some point too um i don't know if we ever made it a shirt because i don't think we ever knew if it was you do you or yo do you right hashtag uh, dope was a shirt that was something i used to say <laughs> for a while uh, we're getting all these great bits that we forgot about. Uh, Tom Fletcher weighs in with Surge Dude. Yeah. Remember that one from maybe Surge year du- three or four? And Crowbar 5555 with the Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to, I mean, it was Kanye, but really it was Dave Rosenberg was the reason I did that bit all the time. <laughs> yeah, you impersonating Kanye was a bit that we kept alive for weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surge Dude being a real guy that we met named Surge. Yep. Surge. Uh um, but the bit was that his friend was, uh, I guess him and Serge were four-year-olds, and yeah. they wanted to just sort of hang out. <laughs> yeah. They talk cool, but they do kindergartner stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to do a coloring book with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play a fucking guess who, dude. <laughs> just me and you, Serge. Um, oh, right. Raven's, Raven's Nest. Nest. Uh, people are bringing up. Shorty which Steps is based on a real book, a real house that we found. Yeah, it was um, a real house we we it it's funny because we like we were doing this bit for such a long time just you and i (laughs) like i think we and we eventually like put this in lonely and horny too like we would we called this house (laughs) shangri-la meets la la land nirvana (laughs) a house so good we don't even deserve to live in it yeah um and we changed but we were like 
we were laughing so much doing this bit. We're like, well, we want to put it on the show, but there was a time that we actually thought we might live there, or at the very least, it's like <laughs> it, it's in our neighborhood. So we changed the name to Raven's Nest. But do you remember the actual name of the street? Yes, it was in Los Feliz. The street was called Einverness. Yes, uh, which already sounds very mythical and cool. Yeah, we would raise uh, a glass the house like, to, to Einverness. The house was like ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month. Like it was like a four bedroom modern mansion with a pool, like floor to ceiling yeah. glass amenities. Everything was super nice. We could not afford it, and we didn't live there. Yeah, exactly. Ryan Fur, nor Jake, should we have lived there. Jake's dad is a gourd. My dad's been the butt of many <laughs> jokes, and my, as as is my mom. My mom is an angel. My dad is a gremlin. That that for yeah. sure. I like my dad's money. Um, yes, mom, turn off the podcast. Turn off the podcast. Amen. Yep. Yep. That was a classic one. Uh, John Wolf, who another one is based on reality, but he's just a really nice guy. But we joked about this idea of a guy, John Wolf, who would troll <laughs> society like the Joker <laughs> to the point. When, <laughs> do you remember the point where he it used to introduce himself in crowded bars as Glocal? Because, <laughs> yeah. it, made, because it was just weird. Just because it makes no sense and yeah. it's hard to hear and nobody would believe that that was uncomfortable. <laughs> It's a needling little dickling thing to do. Introduces do his that? name why as he, It makes local. people feel weird. Why would he do that? <laughs> well, that's why. That's why he would do that. It's not like illegal, I it's guess. Not illegal. It's just weird sort of morally questionable behavior. Yeah. Um, Kobe RIP before he passed away was uh, a running gag was him being in the corner of all of our podcasts, but being too shy to talk. <laughs> yeah, that was good stuff um and then matt damon of course i think that one might have lasted longer than most yeah almost as long as the golden mic actually damon's back in the news i don't know if you've been seeing more of damon but now that damon has resurfaced um i think somebody sent me a tweet that he did the hot ones the show where you try to answer questions while being too sweaty and spiced out oh from wow spicy chicken and that's wings. basically we were always we're just like matt damon doesn't get flustered so if he does, yeah, yeah that's going to come our do, way. That's do you think Matt Damon way. like sweats from eating something too spicy and is like, oh, God, this is really, really spicy. I can't enjoy this meal. Like, that <laughs> yeah. would never happen to Damon. <laughs> right. Unless he did it on purpose, in which case, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what was the most recent one was, the, of course, the Golden Mike one. Yeah, which, long running. Yeah. Now that it's episode 500, should we say that we both... Should we say that we both have won one at this point? Like, sort of call an end to the... It's a monumental episode <laughs> number, but it's actually... This is only my 499th golden mic. Because I wasn't able to do one episode of the podcast. Uh, so I haven't won every single golden mic. <laughs> so it's not that much of a milestone, is all I'm saying. I already won the golden mic this episode, because we sort of proved that I had the idea for If I Were You and the name uh so it's kind of like how on earth would you get that you tried to yeah. name the podcast what would mises do so that's the turdy for you <laughs> that's a joke people are chiming in in the chat yeah people yeah i mean i don't even it's cool to see it in the chat wow i don't even get to man let me we can almost do this every week oh I mean, queso caso actually is new life yeah, yeah queso that's correct ben schwartz has one too so my unprecedented run um, uh, and dominance has not been solidified yet. 
maybe at 500, I hang up the mantle. I hang up, uh, I hang up the crown. <laughs> I rest on my laurels. But today, I humbly uh, and happily accept the 498th golden mic, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm chuffed, cheesed, honored, and humbled by your generosity. It's really cool to see it here in the Generos- chat. I haven't going said anything. For I've me. asked for. <laughs> they're not being generous. They're they're fucking Tom Anning to says you. this is only the beginning, and I fucking respect that. Popcorn <laughs> says congrats, Jake. Um, just really, really cool stuff. Why are you taking? You're taking McMuffin, so Jake, our humble king. Uh, Jesus Christ! I feel like a tears coming to my goddamn eye. Why? Because um, it means why a lot tears? to me. Because it means a lot to me, and it obviously means jack shit to you. But why would it? Because <laughs> you only have five hundred fucking turdies. Because you're a joke. All right. Um. People are referencing Gautier and I being elementary school friends, which is an also a solid bit from back in the day. <laughs> that was a bit that was entirely on, like, your own, too. I think just one day you said it. There are some bits that you and I talk about, like, especially when we were living together. We would often, like, do bits just in like the house. Nest. Yeah. And then they would make their way to the podcast. But Gautier was one that surprised me, even at the time, even though you were my roommate. The joke being that in fifth grade, I was sort of best friends with Gautier. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he and I attended the same, I guess, Jewish middle school, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. And it was me, Gautier, and a few other friends. And I would just sort of hang out with Gautier. Yeah. Gautier, Rami, Ofer. Actually, it does I, I kind no of make sense. All of your out. friends kind of like, yeah. There's <laughs> Ofer could also be a big musician just based on the name. <laughs> So all have Rami. uniquely Jewish names, and Gautier could be one of them. And it was just, yeah, mm-hmm. me and Gautier playing NBA Jam until all, all hours of the night. <laughs> um, and if, oh, the pinch, of course. How can we forget the pinch? Yeah, that was a that was a fun one where I think we just picked up an episode by introducing ourselves as Vance and the Pinch. Um, made a joke right. about how it should stick, and then <laughs> Vance didn't, but the pinch did. <laughs> The pinch being, of course, a crab that you would also become sort of yeah. during live shows. Right. So I would come out during live shows and I would yell, hey, uh, <laughs> and then do the pinching with my hands. Um, we did so many live shows. Like, it geared like three, four, five. I feel like we must have done like 50, 60, 70 live shows all around the, all around the world. Yeah. Man, we, yeah, we, there's so many fucking shows. Um, what was our first live show? Was it in Brooklyn? It was in Brooklyn. The podcast? It was in Brooklyn. It was at Littlefield. And I remember specifically being backstage and like you, Streeter, our manager, Brian, and Andrew, uh, everyone was just like mystified at how honest I was on the podcast. And it was like... Because <laughs> you were... Because I was basically single told, and insane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you would admit to it. Mm-hmm. Which was sort of the theme of the first hundred or so episodes. Right. And once I once we lived in LA, I was like I basically had I think that was when I started dating Jill. Like the last year of the show or the um, the last in like twenty I don't even know like when uh when we announced that I was getting married. But that was like when people found that's what, like when a lot of people found out <laughs> that I wasn't single anymore. Yeah, that had to be like a a bombshell that we dropped, right? Yeah. It's really funny. Um some people asking for the virginity story. Do you want to own up to that or do you want to oh, sort wow. of leave it be? Um, well, I can tell everybody that the story that I told on the road is false. 
Wow. Yeah. It's not. Wow. I mean, if you if you wow. if you saw the show, if you saw wow. the, sh- I think it's a good thing. I think anybody wow. anybody that saw the show would know that it's a good it's a good thing that that's not a real story. So so what's what's the what's the what's, what's the, the real story, story? there? Um, no, <laughs> we don't have to get into the real story. But yeah. people wanted to hear your virginity story. You made one up one time, right? We came up with it together. There, you told I don't it. know why this happened, but people wanted me to tell my virginity story. The chat is going <laughs> off saying that this is a turdy. Uh, <gasps> yeah. It's, Does that mean I get the mic? Well, it's too late. I can't win the tourney. I'm protected by winning the golden mic this episode, but I respect everybody's. Um, don't dab. Don't dab. Don't dab. Because people listening to this at home aren't going to understand what was happening. Amir was <laughs> waddling around the room dabbing. <laughs> waddling. Um, uh, okay, yeah. So we wanted to come up with a funny, entertaining virginity story that wouldn't get anybody in trouble. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But you can you can tell in public and you always swore to the audience the secrecy because we wouldn't record it or release it yes because i didn't i don't know why we i get i have no idea like why this story took on like a life of its own then it got too big for me it's my it's my prank wars this is this is yes exactly it's Um, mythical proportions yeah do you want to tell what the story was that we told people that it was i don't know i it's so uncomfortable um, Basically, you sleeping with someone that then became part of your family yes, later on. Yeah. the The idea was that my uncle paid someone for sex <laughs> to take my virginity when I was young, and then he fell in love with that person, eventually married them. And <laughs> great story, by the way. The punchline as far as stories. If that were true, that would be a great yeah, story. The punchline of the story <laughs> always was just like people were aghast and aghast, like. <laughs> Aghast, applauding, excited, horrified, because I would just be like, uh, the short story is I fucked my aunt, and then everybody fucking uh, applauded that for some reason. It was great to build in an applause break within the show itself. Like, yeah. No, it was uh, it was really fun. It was fun to tell that story in its heyday. In the last couple of years, telling that story, anyone can understand why, and they can imagine that it, I got less and less comfortable telling that story over time and people would always uh kind of chant until i did so i had to but i didn't like it so i'm glad that i can retire it now Um, it's good it's it's nice to put an end in it on episode 500 my aunts multiple aunts of mine came to the show where i had to tell that story yeah and i had to warn them up top multiple cousins of mine came to the show where i had to be like this story is not about <laughs> your mom or dad. It's not. It's it's not my real uncle. The story's made up. Yeah. Um, and then I also mentioned that uh, Jon Snow fucks Daenerys in Game of Thrones, who is his aunt. <laughs> so I think George R. R. Martin and I are two of the. I mean, the greatest storytellers of all time. I mean, we don't do stand up, but like that joke is basically the equivalent of like we crafted a joke that we told every night and it did well every night it's like coming up with i guess a really good bit but the difference is we kind of cheated because we were able to convince Mm -hmm. people it was true so that's part of the shock value and um it wasn't necessarily a joke that we came up with from scratch but Mm -hmm. but you know telling it telling that story to that packed tent in dublin that's one of the highlights of my life, I think. <laughs> so I'll always have that. Telling that story. Oh, man. And the fucking, um, what was the name of the theater that we did in Sydney? The Metro? The Sydney Metro? Yeah, it was like 1,200 people there. 
Oh God, yeah, that was fucking incredible. That was insane. I was I also almost twelve hundred people watching this one right now. So if you think wow. about it, full circle a That's little cool. bit. Very cool. Um, another running bit which we can bring back for the third act of this podcast is the Game Boy. I don't quite remember the origin mm. of the Game Boy, but maybe when we come back after these messages, we can play a little Game Boy. Oh, nice. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect it's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I park was high. Box. Yeah, park yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending $1.5 million a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're back. Uh, we should say that um, we're, ch- we're going to try to answer some questions from the people in the chat. So if you have any questions there, uh, yeah. we can play the Game Boy. And also we should say that uh, Jake and Amir is coming back. Our first new episode uh, we shot three new episodes, the first of which is releasing, I guess, as soon as this is done, I'll put it on our YouTube. We're going to throw it up. We're going to throw it up. I want to yeah. clarify one thing on our first Jake and Amir, actually, because this is, this is a good chance. Oh, okay. Um, we we basically, the first episode back, we just, we were like, let's see. We were high. We were so we were, high. We didn't know no, what to do. We were being We thought random. we could do it ourselves. We thought we could do it ourselves. We were like... <laughs> We're do we're like we're doing a quick cuts thing. The iPhone mm-hmm. cameras are nice. That's what we film Patreon on. Let's easy. Let's just put. The, we'll use like we have nice microphones. Let's film it ourselves, and we'll Correct. get good sound. <laughs> I don't think it looks as good um, as the we filmed three total, but two of yeah. them we used nice cameras. We like rented good equipment. And I see. So I just want to tell. I don't want anybody to think that this is the the first one is the quality 
at least video wise going yeah. forward. Comedy wise, yes. Comedy wise, <laughs> yes. Wow. We, Which, yeah, yeah, was it that much work? It was still better than what half Jake and Amir videos, right? Just because iPhones oh, are a lot better than yeah. anything we shot on for the first 500 episodes. Video quality wise, it's better than anything we shot in Park Avenue, let's say. Yeah. And, and it is one of the from IAC. <laughs> also, it's one of those classic episodes that the outtakes might be funnier than the actual video, which we're putting on our Patreon. So episode mm. for free on YouTube. It's a quick cuts one. And then the outtakes we're putting on our Patreon. So hopefully That's everyone right. gets to enjoy that. That's right. Uh, all right. Game Boy is a game we invented when we couldn't come up with or we couldn't find enough questions to answer. So let's you- come up with like some phrases to search in our gmail inbox and see if we can answer some randomly yeah it was something that we actually used to do sometimes before like live shows because it it was tedious to just like go through question by question looking for good ones um and we always wanted like the best possible questions for live shows so we would search words that were funny like one time i searched diaper and it gave us a (laughs) lot of like good questions so we're like, so it was just something that we would do sometimes when we were trying to zero in on like a funnier, unique question. Um, Correct. And then I think we decided to play it one day when neither of us had found questions for the episode. We're like, let's just do it live. Live. Um, all right. So I don't know. Do you remember the origin of actually becoming a, a half man, half Game Boy? No. Who sort of orgasms? <laughs> every time he hears the word game? No, that yeah. happens slowly over time. <laughs> I don't okay. think there is like a moment where it... <laughs> Uh, where it happened. Uh, oh, uh, how Michael, about we get some Game Boy suggestions from the, the audience here? I like that. I also want to shout out Michael Trainer for saying that you look like Leo Messi, which is something I've been saying for a long time. Yeah, my dad has been beating that drum for a while, too. He wants me to like either dress up as him for Halloween, just sort of get tattoos like that anyway. Yeah. It's kind of cool because he's the goat, but he's also just like a five foot seven inch sort of normal looking dude. So it's yeah, not like yeah. I look like Ronaldo, but he is a very right. talented athlete. So that's yeah. also cool. True, true. People like um, me are not used to looking like great athletes. So I'll sort of take what we can get. Ooh, I like this uh, Johanna's suggest- suggestion of seaweed. Oh, that's pretty good. All right, I'm mm-hmm. searching seaweed in our April email. Hill also has egg, which could be good if you spell it wrong, like April keeps on doing <laughs> with multiple G's. Who suggested seaweed? (laughs) Uh, Juhana, I think. She fucking hole in one. Not only is it a (gasps) one-er, but it's a question, and there's no other spam involved. It's a true Game Boy victory in one. You won the game. Oh, (laughs) and if it's like, if it's an actual good question, then she'll forget it. This is the equivalent of a perfect game, not just a no hitter. Insane absolutely insane juhana yeah. is the game boy juhana mont monty ma so this is a, yeah this wow. is an email from december 17th 2014 the only one in our inbox of thousands of emails that uses the word seaweed and it's december short and sweet 2014 so that's like, i can't stress how much yeah. this, this person nailed it wow it's so early in uh let's let's give him a fake name how about we call this person juhana who wrote this uh who suggested it right all right yeah yuhana writes uh working at subway first day on the job the door opens my first customer a very small korean girl comes up to the register i'd (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, this might be a joke. Uh, I'd like a <laughs> foot-long cock sandwich, shitlord, she says. I don't know how to respond, so I got the bread out. I See, this is the problem with yeah. um, Game Boy. You yeah, sort so, of go yeah. in blind. <laughs> and sometimes people are That's sort right. of like... This uh, is not on Johanna, though. This is, no. Yeah, no. no. Okay, yeah. They did win... It's but a no-hitter, but a it's not question. a perfect game. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this isn't a true question. At one point, this person yells and says, uh, put some fucking mayo and don't forget the seaweed, she shouted. Should I quit because of this? Yeah, I don't think this is a true question. I don't think this is a real question. And this is actually mm. a good peek behind the curtain. A lot of the questions we get are people trying to be funny. Right. And we are usually pretty good about, uh, you know, knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> Johanna wrote this. Wow, can you imagine that? A fucking double agent a wrote an email <laughs> of global in proportions. Why yeah, why would this person do it? It's just an absolute John Wolf thing to do. Yeah, it's not illegal. Uh Turdy for Johanna. You you got to hate to see it, but I think I really think it is a turdy. No. no. You tried to Johanna won the game. That's a turdy for you. <laughs> Your second turdy uh, of the episode. Is there another one or another question from the chat that you've been um, seeing? Somebody said search Turbo. Turbo. Wow. Turbo. <laughs> Feels Thomas like there'd Richardson be a lot. says, it's two words, but iron lung, which is pretty funny. <laughs> I'll search Turbo first. All right. Well, Turbo's pretty good. There's five. Okay. Not bad. Any unread? Yeah. One unread. Okay. And oh. it is for a George Foreman grill. Huh? Yeah, it's just a. Oh, it's an ad. That's what <laughs> okay. So are there? Are they all ads? Uh, no, four of them are real questions. One of them is an ad. Tell, give me the uh, subject lines. What is the sexiest Slayer mobile a cowboy can roll hard in? Hmm. Are you sure that's <laughs> that's a question? What's the sexiest Slayer mobile a cowboy can roll hard in? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's a, they're asking for like car buying advice? Perhaps. Should I read okay. it? Yeah. Hey, Turbo Virgins. That. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which, by the way, is not even true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I fucked yeah. my aunt, actually. I'll have you know. <laughs> I'm John a cowboy dumbass. I'm a cowboy dumbass 15 kid shit ass year old with an ace in the hole to make me not die alone like a diva roach. I live on a ranch in the middle of the country. I go to high school on the West Coast. Uh, and in that uh, the age in that the age and that the age is 17 or something dumb. So that means this coming summer, summer I'm going to get fucking wheels. Seems like there's some words missing here. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to buy a car and drive it across the mountains uh, before the school year. Then hopefully I can get me this coastal dime I fucking fell for by accident. But here's the question. What is the hottest car slash truck I can get without spending way too much? So weirdly ri written question, but he's basically mm -hmm. asking... What's the coolest car you can get for $23,000? I like that. Um, I, I think it's a little pickup truck. I think it's a little pickup truck. But I'm biased because that's what I had for a long time. How much was your pickup truck when you bought it? Um, $10,000. And you bought it when you moved to LA originally, like 10 years ago. Yeah, I bought it in 20... I guess it was like 2012. And you bought it was a ten year old car at the time. Yeah, it was a tw it's a two thousand one, so it was an eleven year old car, Toyota Tacoma Forerunner, not Forerunner, uh, sorry, um, Pre Runner, um, 
V6, rear wheel so drive. You go Very to a nice. used car salesman or? Yeah, yeah. I think I went or to like a guy auto, on Craigslist. I know it was autotrader.com. I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted a Tacoma. Um, and did you have a price in mind? Or were you like, 10000 is my upper limit. I'll take it. 10000 was the tops. I wanted to spend eight, But <laughs> I went big because I had to. Because I had the pre-runner of my dreams. And um, you, how many miles did that car come in? Do you remember? And then how many have you added since? 100,000 miles on that car when I bought it. But Toyota's, they'll run forever. There's 190,000 on it now. So wow. I put, I put about 90,000 on it. So it's almost like the person who had it before you had it for just as long as you have it now and put roughly as many miles as you did. But you also drove around the country like three times. So that's a lot of miles that he put on. Yeah. Yeah. I think I drove it across the country twice, maybe at least twice. Yeah. Twice. Fuck. I'm not sure. Wow. Um, yeah. It's legit. Con- congratulations. And then you still have that car or you sold it for $2,000? I actually, this past Christmas, I gave it to my sister. Oh, that's nice. As a little Christmas gift. So, What'd you uh, charge her for it? Uh, 12000 So I made about two. I you made cannot two charge. You cannot make a yeah. profit. You profited off your sister. Toyota's you a car, a it's a car that'll appreciate over time, especially no at God. Tacoma. Especially at Tacoma. <laughs> and people I like appreciate t- a People good like deal. that Tacoma profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You also sort of ran it into the ground and then sort of, you had to push it towards her house the last mile mm. and then yeah. you charge no, it 12k totaled. for it yeah it's 12k <laughs> just to get it up and running <laughs> uh we're getting some more um game boy um suggestions any any one of these catch your fancy we got um, conditioner we got fugazi olives. i like fugazi i think um but i do think that iron lung is pretty <laughs> choice and i don't think you put that one in yet no i did not iron this is a long shot iron lung course yeah nothing nothing what is how about iron just iron how about lung lung is pretty good let's see hell how about lung lung is 32 too many too many iron is 41 also too Too many many. yeah Yeah. quiche Um, that's a pretty good one (laughs) quiche is not bad conditioner conditioner i like because i of its resemblance to semen and i feel like that's gonna get conditioner has five not bad not bad at all yeah uh they're all pretty long though oh all right unfortunately yeah so we're not gonna that's another problem you you find the questions Mm -hmm. they're like eight minutes long to read them no one's gonna get to the other side of that conspirator is pretty solid conspirator (laughs) Conspirator? yeah (laughs) so i like like the energy that's in that word conspirator wow three nice so now you guys can sort of tell how insane it was that somebody had one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them has been labeled questions to answer. Interesting. I wonder if we did. Uh, it was written in February of this year. Let's, uh, so maybe we'll remember it. Yeah, I'm a 22-year-old. Wait, who suggested conspirator? Oh, God damn it. It's okay. Um, let's see. I'm not going to be able to find it. All right. If you did, read it again so we could see it. I'm a 22-year-old student from Ireland currently laying low in the Netherlands, and I found myself in a quandary. I recently started seeing a nice guy, but coming off the back of a wacky relationship last year, uh, I've, been talk- I've been taking things slow. He's an artist and a little unconventional. He oils his hair and burns sage after sex. 
so there's been no pressure from his side to make things committed. However, today he dropped the I love you bomb. Now, Ooh. this in and of itself uh, is fine. I really like him too. But my quagmire stems from the fact that we were sporadically seeing e first seeing each other. I somehow found myself a co-conspirator in mm. a rather raunchy sexting relationship with a 31-year-old man from Israel that I met in a Facebook meme group. Toda. We actually have a very sweet thing going, and he wants me to come over to him when I graduate. Oi, Gewalt, says I. So do I drop this unsheathed mensch to blue ball in the Holy Land and focus on my real-life man I'm boinking, even though I know it's unlikely never to amount to anything? Or do I throw caution to the wind and put my fingers in as many pies as I like? Am I weird for this? Toda rabah. P.S. Been listening to you guys since day one. All right. Shout Respect. out. This day was a one. great email. Um, yeah. Also, Kevin Levy uh, wrote Crandus, which is another great bit that I didn't yep. mention every single live show we would ask for a name from the audience i think based on the first live show or at least a very early live show where yeah. someone yelled crandis uh, as a name suggestion um, mm -hmm. that was always the first name that we picked everywhere we went and crandis was a crazy person that went to every single show <laughs> anyhow um yeah. this person neither relationship is serious enough right now to call anything off right you can just... Well, one of them said, I love you. So I don't think you can go from I love you to I love you to I'm going to go to Israel for a second and point oh, this guy I met in a I Facebook meme group. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to... Hmm, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah. Break it off with the guy that said I love you. Yeah. If you want to be with the 31-year-old Israeli. There's also a change. You'll meet the 31-year-old Israeli and be like, oh, this probably wasn't worth breaking. Because the idea of somebody is always better than the actual person you meet. Correct. But Everybody's I hot in the like... story. Yeah, but I feel like this has the, it's the vibe of like, I want to go travel to Israel. I want to go and like do exotic, hot things. So it's not just about this Israeli guy. It's about just like the the notion in general that you're not trying to be tied down right now. So yes. for that reason, you are out. Who, me? You think I'm the 31-year-old the, Israeli? That's absurd. No, you're 50. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm actually not 50. How old are you? I'm 38. You just turned 36. And you're a piece of shit for thinking that I'm older, that much older than you. You are older than me. I am older. older. I yeah. am older, but not by that much. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, all right. Cool. Thanks for, um, yeah, thanks for everybody suggesting those um, Game Boy questions. Words, loved I should it. say. Absolutely loved it. I kind of like this. We should do this a, yeah, once a month. I don't know. Once every other month. It, it infuses a, a breath of fresh air to the podcast. Yeah, definitely. I hope other people like it because I had a good time. And it's just as easy as this might as well be over Zoom. But instead, it's just over StreamYard and we could put it yeah, on our YouTube. It seems like there's, not, there's no lag. It's pretty fast. It's definitely yeah. as fast as Zoom. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, mm. All right. Sweet. Um I'm going to get to editing this, and then we're going to post the uh, the Jake and Amir episode. Uh, Wait, when are we going to do that? When are we posting this Jake and Amir episode? Uh, I have to log into the back end, maybe like set it to debut in half an hour, and then people Perfect. can like watch it together. Sweet. Well, everyone go watch it. Share it. Uh, thank you for your support from our day ones. That's right. Fucking day ones 500 here. episodes. I Insane. guess technically 498, 497 for me, but... 
Because, yeah, there were some episodes you weren't even in. And by the way, I did not get the special award for funniest person. Yeah, because, I mean, that's like fucking stolen valor. You, like, did an episode (laughs) with Riley and Jeff that I didn't even know was happening. You were busy that week, so we filled in for you. No, yeah, it didn't. And then one week you were sick, and I I recorded with Ben. Yeah. And that's... That's, Those are really nice things that I... Yeah, you get stolen valor. Yeah, it's stolen valor. You don't get an award when there's not when there's no competition. That's not right. You're fucking. I don't. I don't think it's tacky. Yeah, (laughs) frankly, it's tacky. Uh, All right, sweet. Thanks for listening. We'll be back uh, probably on Thursday. Another testing, testing Thursday. Uh, Enjoy that. Enjoy the the new Jake and Amir episode. Outtakes again on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/ja. Hell yeah. Ciao, everybody. Thanks for watching. Bye. That was a HeadGum Original.